Hello and welcome to the Faith and Family Matters podcast, where we talk about issues that strengthen our faith and build stronger family connections. Please join us for today's podcast with our host, William Hemphill II, Pastoral Counselor. Hello, this is William Hemphill, Pastoral Counselor, coming to you today with some thoughts. The thought on my mind today is caregiving and COVID-weary. Caregiving and COVID-weary, here's what to do. As we know, people all around the world are struggling right now because The COVID-19 pandemic has turned the world upside down. People are struggling economically, wondering how they're going to pay their bills, unable to get basic necessities like food. I noticed today on one of the newscasts that there were lines outside of unemployment agencies, people trying to get money, and they were unable to reach people on the phone. Businesses were struggling to survive, have also been unable to get loans. The systems, in other words, that support many of us here are failing. Not to mention that people are dying for various reasons. The real tragedy, people are dying from the COVID-19 virus. But then there are people who are also dying because of other health complications And they may not be choosing to go see medical professionals or go to the hospital because they are worried about catching the virus. So we have all of this trauma and all of this anxiety going on all across the world. And in the midst of all of this trauma and anxiety, I would say, are the caregivers. These are people who, in one way or another, are standing on the front lines of this crisis. They are the people who are standing in the gap. These people include the nurses who are putting on personal protective equipment in order to treat patients. They include the doctors who are doing surgeries and giving medical care. They include the people at home who are caring for their loved ones and worried at the same time about not catching the virus. The caregivers include the mental health workers who are dealing with the trauma of all of the people. They include the priests who are praying over caskets as people are being buried and pastors who are dealing with the needs of congregants, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. These are the caregivers, people who are standing in the gap. And one of the things that I'm starting to observe in my counseling practice, and not just my counseling practice, but I will also confess in my personal life as a caregiver, is that caregivers are getting weary. 
Caregivers are getting worn out. Caregivers are carrying the physical, the mental, the emotional, and spiritual needs of others during this time. But caregivers have needs also. Caregivers are struggling to buy food and pay bills. Caregivers, while standing in the gap, are also dealing with their grief and losing loved ones. Caregivers are having their own fears about being exposed to COVID-19 and what that would mean for their physical bodies, for their emotional health, for their mental health, and for their families. Caregivers are becoming overwhelmed because the load at times is too much to bear. What do we do when the caregivers get tired? Do we ask the caregivers to continue to push onward and push harder? I dare say that's what some would like us to do. Let's push those who are caring for others until they break. Push until they cannot push anymore. I would say that pushing comes from both outside and inside forces. Inside forces because caregivers are often programmed to care until they can't care anymore. And so there's something internal inside of us that will challenge us to keep pushing beyond the boundaries or beyond our own limits, which isn't healthy. Then there are also outside forces that want to continue to push us. People who are saying, okay, we need to go back to work. People who are saying, okay, we need to get our mental health taken care of. People who are pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And that's understandable in a time of need. But I also understand. And what I've been hearing from the first responders that I talked to, from the pastors that I talked to, from the mental health counselors that I talked to, and even in my own experience, is that caregivers are getting tired and COVID weary. And so I would invite us to think about a different model. A different model. One that's based on self-care. One that's based on the religious idea of a Sabbath and getting rest. That different model is periodic rest, especially for caregivers. Periodic times, when possible, where caregivers are relieved of caregiving duties so they can take care of themselves. Periodic times where caregivers are allowed to take breaks and recharge. It's almost like the star player being taken out of a basketball game. They get a few minutes of rest so they can be ready for the stretch run. That's what I would invite us to consider when it comes to caregivers. We don't know how long this pandemic will last. But I do know this. In order for us as a people to outlast the pandemic, then we all need to take some time of periodic rest 
to recharge ourselves and allow ourselves to be healthy as possible. Periodic rest allowing us to rebuild some of our reserves, especially as caregivers. So I want to give a couple more thoughts. What are some ways that we can build rest time during this busy season? What are some ways that we can build rest time during this busy season? Number one, I would say this. Take time to walk, drive, or just move outside. Don't stay inside all the time. Take some time to walk, drive, or just get outside. Enjoying the sunshine and exercise because it has a way of refreshing our bodies, our minds, and our souls. Take a few minutes away from the time of crisis to care for ourselves by going outside, taking a deep breath, and relaxing just for a moment. Number two, ask for help in caregiving duties whenever possible. Ask for help in caregiving duties whenever possible. Don't try and carry everything alone. Even as I'm doing this podcast, I'm not feeling very well today. I'm recovering from some allergy and sinus situations that go on in our state during this time of year when the pollen count is very high. And so it's been difficult for me. One of the things that I'm grateful for is that I have a team of people who can do Bible studies and the prayer times at my church. So although I'm doing the podcast today, they were able to take on this responsibility and relieve me of some of the caregiving duties so that I can find ways to get some rest and take care of my body. It's important for us to do this as caregivers. Maybe there's another family member who can assist with the care of a sick person. Maybe there's some nurses who can work in shifts. In other words, ask for help when we need help. Let's not try and carry everything alone. Number three, consider scheduling a day off if you're in a caregiving business, and do absolutely nothing on that day. Consider scheduling a day off if you're in a caregiving business and do absolutely nothing on that day. I'm thinking about mental health counselors, particularly when it comes to this issue. There are a lot of people who are in private practice. There are a lot of people who are working. One of the luxuries that you do have as a business is occasionally you can take a day off. Use that to your advantage. And take that day and time and do nothing. 
veg out on Netflix. Watch your favorite shows on on reruns. Call your family and just laugh and talk with them. Take a walk in the park. Do nothing. Taking a Sabbath where you refresh and recharge your soul. So number three is consider scheduling a day off if you're in a caregiving business and do absolutely nothing on that day. Number four, do not pressure or condemn yourself when you cannot complete a task or fill the expectation of others. Do not pressure or condemn yourself when you're unable to complete a task or you're unable to fulfill the expectation of others. Understand that we are only human. And because we are human, we cannot do everything. Especially during this time when not only are we caring for others as caregivers, but we're dealing with our fears and our concerns ourselves. We're human. We can only do so much. Don't condemn ourselves when we can't complete tasks and we don't fulfill all the expectation of others. Number five, consider finding your own therapist, support group, or community in which to get support. Consider finding your own therapist, support group, or community in which to get support. We all need places to let go of our frustrations, vent our challenges, and express our fears. We don't need to carry that stuff alone. But we need somebody at least to be able to bear witness with us in the midst of the struggle. And sometimes just having someone being a witness of what we're dealing with is enough to see us through. And so therapists and support groups actually help out with those things. So let's consider doing that, finding our own therapist, support group, or community in which we can gain support. Number six, while it is important to stay informed, take breaks from the constant bombardment of the news in order to maintain your mental, spiritual, and emotional health. Let me say that again. While it is important to stay informed, take breaks from the constant bombardment of the news so we can maintain our spiritual, mental, and emotional health. It's important to know what's going on in the world. It's important to get good information to understand how to protect ourselves during the midst of a pandemic how to care for ourselves economically, spiritually, physically, and whatever else it may be. 
But do we need to hear it 24 hours a day? One of the other things I have noticed is people are hearing about this news so much that it's building anxiety inside of them. And so we try to limit our exposure so that we can take care of our mental health, our spiritual health, and our emotional health. And finally, point number seven is this. We pray and get spiritual guidance. We pray and get spiritual guidance so we can find peace for our souls. These are just some things that we can do, especially as caregivers, when we get COVID weary and it begins to affect our lives and it begins to affect even the care that we can give others. Let's take some time to practice good self-care and good boundaries. This is William Hemphill, pastoral counselor, hoping that this helps you out today. Let's continue to be in prayer and support for one another thinking especially about those who are on the front lines or standing in the gap to care for our friends, family, our loved ones, and the world during this time. Take care, God bless you, and have a good week. This is William Hemphill, pastoral counselor, and I thank you for listening to today's podcast. Just wanted to share a brief announcement with you. If you live in the state of Georgia, I am offering individual, couples, and family counseling via phone or video, also known as telemental health. Again, if you're in the state of Georgia, I now offer counseling via phone or video for individuals, couples, and families. Please go to my website, www.williamhemphill.com. That's www.williamhemphill.com. There you will see a banner that drops down on the front page. My email address and my contact number is located. There's also a button that you can press where you can request an appointment with me. Again, that website is www.williamhemphill.com. You can also go to www.fefeonline.org. Thank you so much and take care. Have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. We hope that the show has been a blessing to you. If you would like more information on personal counseling, couples counseling, adoptive family counseling, or other products and services, please go to fefeonline.org. For questions about the show, please email us at faithandfamilymatterspodcast at gmail.com. 